Hi, everyone. Dr. B here again. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Ask the Dentist. So today we're going to talk about a very relevant topic for most of us, whether you have cavities or not, whether you have any oral disease or not. This is a preventative piece of advice that a lot of dentists and hygienists give, even physicians give this advice, but it's confusing to many. And I think a lot of that is our fault. I don't think a lot of dentists truly understand the chemistry of or the actual concentration of some of the ingredients in toothpaste and mouthwashes. And we also, you know, when we prescribe it or when we recommend it, and there's a difference, we don't really explain why and how it actually works. So I'd like to do that today. And and this was all prompted by a very simple but a really important question by Kristen. So let's get right into it. Here's Kristen. Hi, I am calling because my dentist prescribed Prevident to me, 5,000 ppm, because I've been having a lot of cavities and decay lately, and I'm looking into the causes of that and trying to treat them. But in the meantime, the dentist says that I really do need the extra protection. I'm wondering if there's something like that with hydroxyapatite, something that's more highly concentrated or kind of a more therapeutic dose than the regular toothpastes out there. Thank you. Thanks, Kristen. It's a great question. It's a question I see often. First of all, let me just say that the Prevident 5000 is a great recommendation. I prefer the ClinPro 5000, again, different manufacturer, both about the same. I think the ClinPro, the uptake of fluoride is a little bit better. And that's based on studies. That's not based on what I've noticed, but it's based on third-party studies. But it sounds like you're worried about the fluoride and you want to get off of fluoride and you've heard so much about hydroxyapatite. And you're asking a great question, is there something in that realm, using that ingredient, that can do what the Prevident 5000 does? So the answer is yes. So let me back up a little bit. So what that dentist recommended to you is a prescription. It is a very strong dose of fluoride that works very well topically. And it's a prescription item because if a child were to get a hold of it and swallow even a little bit of it, there could be some consequences, some severe consequences. And also disfigurement of the teeth as well. But as an adult, more likely would be an irritation to the stomach. Your teeth are not developing anymore, so there's no harm done to the teeth that are still laying down calcium, like in children. It does get into your bloodstream. It does get to your brain. That is a concern. There are plenty of studies out now that say that's a problem, even with adults. It is especially a problem in a developing brain. It's a neurotoxin. So take that for what you want. But I think your question is important because I do not use ClinPro anymore because now we have hydroxyapatite. So ClinPro and Prevident, the one that was recommended to you, the number 5,000 refers to the parts per million concentration of fluoride. And that's a very strong concentration. Drinking water is 0.7. It used to be 1.1, 1.5 in some areas. Toothpaste is 1,000 to 1,500. A lot of toothpaste start off at around 500 parts per million. And the thinking is, at least in my mind, is that if topical fluoride works well, which it does, it works especially well at 5,000 parts per million. It doesn't work great at 500. Some studies start seeing an effect at 1,000 or 1,500 parts per million. But if you're going to use fluoride and you're you're a dentist and you're concerned about decay, it sounds like you have a challenge there, you're going to work on that or will be working on that with your dentist then the 5,000 parts per million is going to work a lot better. But it has to be prescribed by a dentist. Just as a note, a lot of physicians will prescribe a prescription 
fluoride. Typically, it's generic. Pharmacy will provide you with a product that is not a good product. So I would prefer that your dentist prescribes it for you. They know more about it. And again, the Prevident, the ClinPro, I think are my favorite. Fluoride can be combined with many different things to help the efficiency of the uptake of fluoride. Fluoride and calcium are very similar. Fluoride is a little bit more electronegative. It's an electric ion of fluorine. That's what fluoride is. And it comes in many different forms. There's stannous fluoride. There's sodium fluoride, sodium monofluorophosphate. And they all come in different strengths. The fluoride is at a different concentration in each of these formulations. And so the whole over-the-counter toothpaste thing is a little bit of a gamble. If you want to fight decay, get the prescription for ClinPro or Prevident. Okay, that's my bit on trying to clear up that whole thing about which toothpaste and is toothpaste different than what the dentist prescribed for you. Here's the good news, and I think this is the crux to your question, the answer, and that is yes. Hydroxyapatite, there are several toothpastes right now in the market recently in the U.S. There have been many available in Japan and Europe that at a 10% concentration or more of hydroxyapatite, you will get, and this is according to studies, you will get the same benefit or perhaps even more than the ClinPro or the 5,000 parts per million prescription toothpaste. This is important because here's a biomimetic material. Fluoride is not required by the body. It's not an essential element. It's not naturally found in teeth, small amounts, depending on where you grow up. But hydroxyapatite is. That is the backbone or structure component of your teeth. And at 10% or more in toothpaste, it has the same effect as 5,000 parts per million of fluoride. And fluoride is possibly a neurotoxin. It's dangerous to leave lying around, especially when you have kids. And I think we're going to be hearing a lot more terrible things about fluoride. It's coming. There's a tipping point. And I'm actually excited about that. I raised my daughters without ingestion of fluoride and without fluoridated toothpaste because I was always afraid that they were going to swallow it. And let's face it, kids do. A lot of people are told by their dentist to use these fluoridated toothpaste and and the prescription versions of it, the 5,000 parts per million, don't rinse out is the advice I used to give and other dentists used to give, and then go to bed so that the fluoride is there. Well, inevitably, you're going to swallow that fluoride or brush with it, put in your oral appliance, spit out, but don't rinse with water, put in your Invisalign, put in your oral appliances, bruxism guards, whatever, so the teeth are covered and the fluoride will, the effect of fluoride will last longer. Great advice, especially if you want to reverse decay or prevent decay, but you could be swallowing the fluoride. Good news, hydroxyapatite, biomimetic, natural material. And here's the thing, you don't need a prescription for it. So the same levels of the non-prescription toothpaste, hydroxyapatite, has the same effect or therapeutic effect, efficacy, whatever you want to call it, as does a prescription item that has fluoride in it. So that's my answer. And my recommendation would be switch over to it. Switch over to a toothpaste that has at least 10% hydroxyapatite in it. And I have lots of studies that support this. I'm going to send you a link to our blog, askthedentist.com. And we have a, a blog post there. And below, you'll find a lot of references. And most of them are to these studies. So I'm very excited about hydroxyapatite. It's safe to swallow. You can have your kids swallow it. If by chance they do and you don't have to worry, and it works really, really well. I have very sensitive teeth. As I've gotten older, I've 
had a little grammar session, all that overbrushing that they taught me in dental school to do. And if I don't use the hydroxyapatite toothpaste once or twice daily, the sensitivity will slowly come back. So, and I haven't had a cavity in 25 years. And again, it's because of diet, but it's also this hydroxyapatite-based toothpaste. It works, it's safe, it's wonderful, and you don't need a prescription for it. One last point, a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon. You're getting a lot of these boutique toothpaste. I would be very wary of boutique toothpaste because there's it, there's not a big corporation behind it. That has its pluses and minuses, of course, but there's very little research done. And a lot of the boutique toothpaste are putting that ingredient in there, the hydroxyapatite, whether it's micro or nano. Those are just two different sizes of that hydroxyapatite, but they're not putting in enough. And the efficacy starts at 10%. I would recommend 15 to 20%. It's still a very safe amount, but I think that is the sweet spot. And so if you're using a toothpaste you like that has hydroxyapatite in it, don't go more than a month or two without knowing by finding out, by calling the company and asking specifically, what is the concentration of hydroxyapatite that you put in your toothpaste. That is really, really important. Currently, my favorite toothpaste, it's not perfect. It's called Boca. I use the Cocoa Mint because I'm not a, sorry, it's Cocoa Ginger. I'm not a big mint guy, especially before I go to bed. I don't want that neural stimulation of essential oil, spearmint, and mint to wake me up again. And it, and it sometimes burns. Kids also don't like that flavor as well. So I like that toothpaste. It still has emulsifiers in it. They're naturally based. They're not SLS based, which is great. Risewell makes a great toothpaste as well. These all have the right concentrations, the therapeutic dose that's required to remineralize your teeth and to prevent decay. I will put links in there to make it easy. It's in, it's in our affiliate store. But those are two great brands that are readily available online that you can use today. For those of you in Europe, it's a little bit more difficult. There's a product out of Germany called Xerex. Japan's easy. It's a very mainstream. If you have any problems getting this toothpaste, let me know. Reach out to me. My contact information is on our website. And I'll try and direct you to a source for that, whether it's by mail or in a store or you know, backstreet corner or whatever. We'll try and get you some of that toothpaste. And again, I've been playing around with formulations of toothpaste myself. I'm, I'm very tempted to come out with a toothpaste. And just to give you an idea of how important hydroxyapatite is, it would be at probably 18 to 20% in my formulation. I would use the micro form where I would mix both. I'd put micro and, and the larger particle size in there as well. But it's a great product, biomimetic, it's safe, and it works as well. How often can we say this? It works as well as a prescription item. So anyway, I hope I cleared up a lot of this confusion about what to use. Is that good advice by your dentist? To be given these strong fluoridated toothpaste, it's not misguided, but the good news is that we have safer alternatives. So anyway, just real quickly, how do I use my Boca? Because I know a lot of people will ask. I use it right after I get up in the morning. Biofilm tends to be thicker in the morning, especially if you've been mouth breathing. Saliva flow is less while you're sleeping, especially in deep sleep, which hopefully you've been getting a lot of. And so I like to break things up and freshen things up and get some of that hydroxyapatite on areas that may have demineralized at night. I floss first, of course, and then I use the hydroxyapatite-based toothpaste, Boca, and then before I go to bed, or I like to actually brush after dinner because that makes it less likely that I'm going to snack before bed. So again, floss and brush, always floss first so the hydroxyapatite can get to all the nooks and crannies. So always floss 
first, then brush with a hydroxyapatite-based toothpaste. Anyway, that's the latest and greatest on fluoride-based toothpaste and why you should probably use hydroxyapatite-based toothpaste. So there you have it, the definitive information on toothpaste. No, no, that's going to keep evolving. The good news is that for decades, dentists have been recommending Prevident, ClinPro, you know, this prescription strength, 5,000 parts per million toothpaste. And now we have an alternative. So Kristen, thanks for asking that question. I think it's going to help a lot of others make a decision as to what they actually want to use. If you have any other questions like Kristen, please go to speakpipe.com slash askthedentist. If you have any further questions, of course, you can go to our website. I've included some links on a discussion on hydroxyapatite with studies. Our website is askthedentist.com, as always. And if you're looking for a functional dentist who is aware of these studies and can, will prescribe to you hydroxyapatite over very strong levels or concentrations of fluoride, then go to askthedentist.com slash directory. And there you'll see a list of very like-minded, very well-educated dentists using the functional approach, which I would highly recommend. I mean, I think that's the only way a dentist should be practicing dentistry. In the end, the results and the efficacy for the patient is well beyond what it would be if you were to see a regular conventional dentist. Not to say that a conventional dentist can't do great clinical work. We're all pretty well trained. And I think that's it. I really appreciate you listening. And again, I use Boca. Right now I'm using Boca until something better comes along. So stay tuned. Uh, stay in touch with us at askthedentist.com. Instagram, again, Ask the Dentist. Twitter, Ask the Dentist. And when the next great thing comes out, you will hear about it probably from me first. But when it's there and when I know it works, you will hear about it from me. So anyway, stay in touch. Again, Thanks for hanging in there with me and spending some time. Really appreciate it. Talk to you at the next episode. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, you can visit askthedentist.com directory and search or find a dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health.